welcome to today's episode of the Group Therapy Podcast. Today we have actress, producer, director, stunt woman, uh, model, just do everything, Mel Heflin. Tell us about yourself, Mel. Well, uh, I've been doing this a long time. I've worked on over 100 independent films to date. Not all of them are out. Um, you know, that that happens. Um yeah, I love what I do. I love every piece of it. And uh, I do a bunch of different things and I love them all. Yeah, you you have put out, I looked at it, it says 62 that are done. And I think 15 at least that are listed as in, pro, in production or post-production and stuff. How do you find, because you're modeling on top of all that too, right? Yeah. I mean, how do you find time to do that? So it's really helpful that this is my day job, that, um, you know, all of the above audiobooks, um, you know, magazines, like all of that is what I do for a living and how I make my bread. So, uh, um, yeah, uh, that's how I'm able to keep going and, and doing all of it. So, so when did you decide in filming to, to that this was going to be your full-time gig? Oh gosh, there, there came a point when I was, I was working as a CNA and I was having to take all this time off work because I was, I was in demand and it was, you know, it had never happened before. It had gone from working on like a couple, two, three movies a year to like, okay, I'm having to take off every weekend. I'm having to take off days during the week. And, you know, I, I crunched some numbers and I was making more money doing the movies. And I was like, all right, let's see where it goes. Well, you're you're doing you're doing a good job because like i said you you have just you go on your imdb page and it's it's insanity it's like uh, I'm grateful for every for little bit of it oh let's leave it a focus here <laughs> um but and and we've like i said we we were talking about this before we started recording we've worked with some of the same people or we've we know some of the same people i mean you've worked with uh henrik uh on uh um smart house just recently i wish i had done it in person i i filmed a segment myself oh man that would have been a fun set to be on oh he he's a he's a blast i i yeah. i was just extra extra in his uh bulldog for christmas and it was fun so amazing met a lot of cool people that i'm friends with to this day so <laughs> <laughs> i love so, that oh, most yeah. of my friends are the people that i work with so it's like I, I do these little work trips and I get to see my buddies. It's oh, yeah. so great. Dude, I see I'm on the I'm I do I don't do as much as I used to, but I used to be on a convention circuit because I have a comic book store yes. and stuff like that. So do you did you do the the con circuit still? Like your oh, yeah. Um so you know, I, I took a accidental three and a half, four year hiatus. But um I'm going to hopefully try to wedge myself back into the convention circuit because that's where I see the rest of my buddies. Yep. Oh that during that that time that we won't speak of when we were all told not to go. Uh I, I miss so many people because I, I I would see these people, you know, maybe not once a month, but every like five, six weeks I'd see them. And then I didn't see them for almost <sighs> three years. And I'm like, I talk to them online and it's like, man, how you doing? Oh good, just bored. And yeah. <laughs> so you know it it kind of accidentally like worked out for me because I was I was stuck in 
Japan for quite a few years during the time that was COVID. So um, a lot of people were up late. And so I, I got to connect with a lot of my people that way. They were up late and I was, you know, it was daytime in Japan. And uh, so. <laughs> so. So how did you end up in Japan? My husband's military. Ah, that explains yeah. it all. <laughs> yeah, we got orders over there and then off off we went. Uh, what 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 branch of the military, if I can ask? He's in the Navy. Navy? Oh, sweet. That's what my son was. So Aww. eight years in the eight years in the Navy. He's 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 retired now, but now he's a con military contractor now. So <laughs> they probably make more money anyway. Yeah. He, he, makes, <laughs> he makes good money for what he does. Yeah. Um, oh man. Um, so how was your time in Japan? I mean, did you It was boring. Boring? It was real boring. Nobody's doing much. Well, there is one girl, um, one lady that is actually creating a whole agency and network over there, but we didn't connect until like two weeks before I was moving out of Japan. <laughs> it always works that way, right? Yeah. Um I had connected with a couple directors over there um before I left, but they have since fallen off the face of the map. Um, uh, social media in Japan is very different. Um, and, you know, with COVID and everything, I wasn't able to to make any Japanese movies. But I was able to film a lot from home. And I was able to ramp up um, my own, like, studio stuff. Um, normally, I have, like, a mini photo studio whenever, you know, we're somewhere yeah. with enough space. And living in a Cracker Jack box, I was, you know, setting up my living room. But um, I had a lot of fun, you know, getting these different lights and getting the green screen and, you know, learning gels on lights and or relearning, I should say. It was it was fun. So, and I, I also got to dabble in audiobooks again, which I'm hoping to continue with. So so how did you get into audiobooks? So uh, an old friend of mine wrote me at one point um he was an author and he was like hey you do voice acting do you do audiobooks i don't like oh i like to read but that sounds daunting yeah. and he's like oh, it's, it's no problem my books are only like three hours so i gave it a shot and you know it's just people are gen generally very sweet on the reviews and it really like it touches me and it really makes me want to keep going and do more. So I but, sort of uh, kept going with it. The, so I got So if you do a three hour book, how long does mm -hmm. it take for you to record a three hour book? Okay. So I do a lot of flubs, <laughs> which I really don't mind because it's, it's me having to edit myself. Yeah. I, I do all the editing. It's, it's not like I'm putting a burden on anybody else. So I, um, I, I let the flubs happen. I don't like memorize it beforehand, unlike, you know, being on set with people. And uh, it probably takes me about five ish hours to record a three hour book. And then um, probably around another five to edit that down. So probably around uh, about 10 hours total to edit it down to about three. But most of the books I do now are around like seven or eight hours. So, so how many, how many, how many times you set down to do that? I mean, do you try to do it one big? Oh no, I I try to aim for about a chapter a day, uh, for the bigger books at least, and um, 
you know, depending on what I've got going on, maybe two or three chapters a day if um, if my kid's in school or something. So now do you, do you do you just read it in your in your in your regular voice or do you do characters or what? I do all of the characters. Do you ever I, forget? I, actually, I have a little note system where I um every time a new character is introduced in the book, I'll, I'll read a little bit ahead and then go back and, you know, voice for that character. And I try to think of an existing character and you'll you'll probably if you listen to any of my books, you might pick up on which character I'm trying to imitate. Like, um, I don't know. Uh, I'll write down like notes like Timmy Turner-esque <laughs> or something like that. And just so that um, I can remember for the next next time I have to voice for that character. Oh, I was going to say, because I, I would I would start getting confused and start doing the same voice for two different characters or <laughs> completely different <laughs> accent. Really for try not to. I, but sometimes there's there's this one series that I, I'm working on and I love it so much, but it has so many characters that every now and then like there'll be like sisters and they have very, very, very similar sounding voices. <laughs> Eat a little bit. Just, just oh, she, she might drag her R's a little harder than the other ones. But then, <laughs> so that, that would be horrible because you're only seeing what this part of I have the, my walls right here. So I'd have a, like a, a dry erase board with everything written on it. Honestly. It sounds very, very similar. <laughs> I, I, it's bad enough. I have to try just to remember who I, who I'm interviewing from week to week. <laughs> I couldn't imagine <laughs> trying to do the voice. I, I, I did voiceover work once. once oh my gosh, time. it's the best. It's and so fun. I, I had a blast doing it. This lady was making um some sort of fairy tale uh cartoon movie all out of her house amazing and so i came in she's like we need somebody to do voices i end up doing i think like six different voices and to this day i have no clue if it was ever released i never saw a penny of money from it but as far as i know it's probably when i'm like, it's, like my life. <laughs> it's, it's it legit like you go, you go to the dollar store i'm sure if you dig through them little bins of like the dollar kids dvds you might find them one i was in. <laughs> i totally get it so, uh, but, uh, so w with doing voiceover, what other things have you done voiceover work for? So, of course, you know, like the rest of my life, I've done so much more than has ever come out. Um, but thankfully with the audiobooks, that's, you know, I, I have a little more control there. So, um, I did a Betty Boop dating simulator. This was like, over 10, 15 years ago. Um, I don't even know if it's still available online anywhere. Um, there's been several times I've been, you know, kids, like children, like 13, 14 years old have written me based on, because I have my my voice reel on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And they'll be like, oh, can you, you know, give us a couple of voices for our cartoon, our YouTube cartoon or whatever. And, you know, it's fun. <laughs> um I also got to do a mocap video game, only ever one, and it didn't come out, but that was probably the most fun I've ever had, like trying to force my face to move more than it normally does. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it, it's funny because I have I have friends that are wrestlers, and they, they talk about that. They're like, well, the first thing you learn is 
facial, you know, because you want, you want people like, like, oh, you're a pain or stuff like that. So you got to over exaggerate everything so people can see you way out in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, and you talk about mocap and I'm like, oh, I bet you'd have to do the exact same thing. It, I'm picturing it and it, it feels the way I imagine. <laughs> so like I said, you, you're, you're pounding out a ton of movies right now. Uh, what are you currently working on? Oh, this this is why I took notes before we got on here. So there's there's like a lot of stuff that I just recently did. Um, so I just wrapped like not even two weeks ago, filming terrifying T Rex. Um, I was bouncing around a lot of different hotel rooms, and uh, we just sort of filmed segments for do you know Brad Thomason? A name sounds familiar. I don't know him personally. Yeah. Um, I, and I just worked with him a little over like two weeks ago. I went and filmed at his house. We did prehistoric predators and we filmed a scene for Killer Kong. And that was super fun. Prehistoric predators is already out. And we filmed it like two weeks ago. Jeez. Was... Yeah, it's amazing. Ooh. That is that it's is a, uh that is some some uh dedication to be able to put together edit add everything oh my god yeah oh gosh we we had a lot of fun making that <laughs> very it's very bad so, on purpose very bad on, the the we one that I, I I love the title for is this film hates you <laughs> yeah I don't know what happened to that one um so the, I. I love the community that is Jacksonville, Florida. They are very clicky, most of them. And I was told if I came and I, you know, worked on this big group scene that it was going to get me in. And I don't think anybody talked to me that entire time except for me signing the, the um, the, you know, the your image release. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I just had to do <laughs> so, that myself on Friday. So yeah. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully I get in with the the group that is Jacksonville one day. But um, I I feel like I will always be an outsider to them. But <laughs> I, I joke around that I am the the bastard child of uh, or the the unwanted stepchild of horror hosting, uh, uh, <laughs> all this stuff, movie directing stuff. Because I'm always it's slightly adjacent, and I've yeah. been in movies. But yeah. I'm always kind of the one that's like, why is he here? Oh, he's oh he's acting today. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> and, and people know me and they recognize me, which is odd. But then they're like, oh yeah, I know you from uh, uh, you're the comic book store guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm the comic book store guy. So. <laughs> that's, that's that's pretty relatable actually. Except nobody recognizes me in person. Apparently, in person, I look entirely different. I don't know. I'll be on set with people and they'll just completely like, why is this girl talking to me? And then later that day, they'll be like, oh, my God, I didn't know you were there. Like, I tried to talk to you. <laughs> I, I I was on a movie set Friday, Friday night. Yeah. I was filming and I start realizing that I'm like sitting there talking to people and they're like, dude, I know you. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I was like, I know so <laughs> many people that. And then the other guy, I'm sitting there looking at him like, you're Chuck, right? And he's like, yeah. I was like, you know my wife. And he goes, I thought that was you. <laughs> like, See, 
knowing people on Facebook is tough too, because you know, like I'll be on set with them. And if I don't recognize them, it's like, oh, well, you're a fairy in your profile picture. I was kind of expecting the wings. <laughs> well, it, it, it's, it's weird because a lot of people, like I said, people know me from like three different things, but never all together. Yeah. So if they see me at one thing, they're like, if I'm at a horror convention, they know me as the comic book guy and video game guy. So like, oh, you're here selling? I'm like, no, nah, I'm not here doing anything. <laughs> and I'm like, but then I've been at a horror con and then I have these people sitting next to me and this this lady's just looking at me and I'm like, can I help you? And she's like, are do you, are, are you on YouTube? And I'm like, yeah, I, I got a couple shows. I'm on YouTube. She goes, thought so. My son watches your show. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, so people know me, but weirdly from different things as I yeah. am. Like, All right, cool. Whatever. I guess it, it's tough when you do a bunch of different things. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's all because I have, uh, I'm insane and, uh, I, I do not rest. Uh, I get it. Sunday was bad. Sunday was the day I finally crashed. Um, I fell asleep down here on the couch watching TV and I'm like, I look around and I'm like, I can't read nothing. So I got, I yelled at the, at the echo thing and I'm like, what time is it? And it's like, the time is 7.04 AM. I'm like, Oh, okay. Ah, the hell with it. I'm going back to sleep. So I rolled back over, went back to sleep. Then I woke up my normal time, got my stuff done, came down here. My wife's sitting with me and pretty soon I'm sitting there going, and I slept for like another, I can't, I, I slept from midnight to almost two o'clock in the afternoon because I finally just crashed because I go, 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 go. And she's like, well, you need that every once in a while. I'm like, man, if I can go the way I go. And then like once every two months I sleep for 14 hours, then I'm good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's, and it sucks because I'm getting older and it's slowing down. <laughs> yeah. Happening uh, to all of us, a little bit at a time. So, uh, so I, I gotta ask, how is it acting and traveling and stuff with with a kid, with a with a with a gotta be a young one, right? Oh my gosh! Uh, so, <laughs> I'm really grateful for the people in my life. Um, there has been times when when my kid was uh, really small, and um, you know, I was breastfeeding, so he just sort of came along with me, and you know, like. I may be made up like a werewolf from here up, but, you know, I'm holding my kid and breastfeeding down here. <laughs> you know, um, oh, he's going to have interesting stories when he's older. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. It, 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 mine are the same way. Mine, mine are, ironically enough, almost all, all but one are adults now. And they're like, they grew up in the convention circuit. They've been going to convention with me since they were born. Yeah. So met tons of people they've hung out with all these people and everything and i'm like you've lived a life most kids will never be able to live in their entire life oh gosh when when my son was i guess around like four or five months old uh he, he did his first convention with me and um we got the photo op with elvira and i have a picture of all of us together and she's holding my son as a little baby dressed as a bat and it's like near and dear to my heart and uh you know you the, there's there's the pictures like um the satanic priest praying over the baby 
hands. <laughs> so much fun. Well, mine was, was uh, we were hanging out and my kids kept going by and I was trying to teach them, you know, horror movies aren't real scary. You know, they're not, you know, they're all fake, whatever. So we're sitting there at a con and um, I think it was in Pittsburgh. Uh, we were there and uh, um, Jeez. I'm trying to remember who all who who all was there. Um, but Kane Hodder was Kane Hodder was the big one that was there. Yeah, and he's over there, and I was sitting there, I looked at my boys because I don't. They were still pretty little. I'm like, hey, buds. I was like, you remember Jason from Friday the Thirteenth? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, is he scary? And he's like, they're like, yeah. And I was like, see that guy right there? And they're like, yeah. I was like, is he scary? And they're like, no, he's just a guy. And I was like, that's Jason. They're like, what? And I'm like, so I go over, <laughs> they meet him, he talks with them, and he goes, am I scary? And he, they're like, no. And he's like, am I scary now? And he's like, no. <laughs> he signed autographs my kids with, for free, and I'm like, oh, sweet. So my kids, when they were little, met, and they, to this day, that's something they can bring up, that they got to hang out with uh, Kane Hodder, and, and uh, as I, the one I love telling my son Joe, because he's 20 going to be tw 24 he met tom savini in the bathroom at pittsburgh comic-con because he was a little kid and he was doing the pp dance and peed on his shoe <laughs> and so i will hold that against my son till the day he dies <laughs> i was like you peed on tom savini's shoe and he's like you love telling people that dad i'm like because it's funny <laughs> that's funny and he was super nice about it i'm like oh, oh my god dude i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and he goes i've got kids and grandkids i know what it's like and i'm like i know but i'm so sorry <laughs> i was like i'm and he's like nah it's all good it's all good because i'd always heard the horror stories about tom and and he ended up being a super nice guy and i'm like all right cool so <laughs> <laughs> so uh so it, Thinking about, it, have you worked with anybody that you were scared to work with and find out that they're this like total sweethearts? That hmm, I I don't I don't think so. I always go into a, like a new project, like oh, this is gonna be so great. We're all gonna be friends. It's gonna be amazing. Like pretty much every single time, and it it always is. Even even if it doesn't stay that way, it at least begins, you know. Um, I've never personally had problems, but, you know, long days, eating pizza every day for 14 days straight, you know. Sometimes there's a bit of tension, but I've never had any problems. Well, that's good. because I... That I know of. I mean, if somebody tells you different, no, I've, like, I've heard nothing but good things about you. I mean, that's one of the reasons I reached out to you because I was like, man, I was like, I've heard nothing but good things. Oh, and it, it, it's nice, you know, because yeah, I, you know, you you'll still get people who are like, oh, they're, they're they're you know, and but you know, I've I've not heard one bad thing about you ever. So I'm and, people are good to me. Yeah, and you, you seem like a very nice, sweet person. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. And, and legitimately, that's one of the reasons I reached out to you about working on my film was because I'd heard really good things. You, you, you I know, just love to work. Yeah. Oh, my God. The, 
you are like every time I see your Facebook page or like I said, even looking at your, you are always on the go. You're filming somewhere. Let me do it. Got to do it all. <laughs> and and have you ever had, have you ever like double booked yourself by accident or anything like that? So I, um, I, I do some, you know, like with modeling and everything, mm-hmm. like I'll be flying or driving into an area for only like four days. And I have, you know, these four days. And normally I try to do one shoot a day because the stretching, you know, even, even as I'm getting older, like I get a little tired. Um, it's a lot of work doing like a two or three hour shoot. And then, you know, the more people trying to book me and I really don't like to say no, cause I love to do it all. Um, there's, there's been a lot of times where I'll do two or three, sometimes even four shoots in one day. And, you know, four is like, I need a day off the next day, but, um, yeah, I just, I, I like to do it all. I, and I, I hate to say no, because if somebody really wants to work with me, I really want to work with them and, you know, it's going to be a fun time. Yeah. Cause what is it the, the what, it's it's not people asking you it's when people stop asking you is when it's when so, yeah 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 because this this world is feast or famine and if you're not feasting it's it's usually the other way around <laughs> so you got to get it while the getting's good yeah because it, it is a lot of people that i've seen recently that are have just really kind of started coming into the business are now like blowing up and you're like, they're gone every weekend or, you know, they're here, they're there, they're here, they're there. They're still doing, they're still trying to do conventions. Some of them still have regular jobs. And I'm like, I don't, and don't know about the lows yet, but you know, it's just when, when things aren't good or, you know, the economy's down because, you know, we feel the immediate effects of, um what's going on with the economic conditions because you know depending on how things are depends on how much you're getting paid or if people can afford you at all and when when things are tough it's just getting through that dry period however long it might be and man i i have some friends who came in and and they like to tell me oh mel you're so lucky people will always hire you and it's like We've all hit low periods. It's it's just getting through that. We you know, like I I try not to complain because I I know it's gonna come back up eventually. And it's just getting through those those moments. Cause well, it will come back. It might yeah. take a while, but it will. Well, you know, I I, I was describing you to 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 a friend who's helping me work on the movie. And I was like, she is very much the has a very girl next door, you know, the, 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 you know, I was like, you know, she, she's very much the, like, if you were in high school with her, you would have wanted to ask her out, but you were almost too free, <laughs> but you would have, you would have loved hanging out with her, but you'd have been like, man, I don't know if I can date her. Cause she, I, she's not going to, she's not going to date me. So, <laughs> but, and he's like, and I brought it and he's like, yeah, I, I could see that. That's definitely <laughs> Now, thinking of that though do you ever have people that you went to school with or something find your movies and then be like oh i, I remember <sighs> back in school you know yeah yeah um i i had a friend not 
not that long ago. I say that not that long ago. It could have been like seven or eight years, but it, it sticks out in my mind because we went to high school together and they wrote me and they were like, hey, hey, Mel, I didn't know that you're doing movies now. That's awesome. Um, I was wondering if um, I could have a small loan. And I'm like, whoa, like, I, you know, like, and they're like, well, it's only like four or 5,000. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what does it you think I'm doing? <laughs> well, I, I thought it was bad because I had somebody I hadn't seen since junior high reach me on Facebook one time and he was talking. He's like, oh man, I can't believe, you know, it's been almost 30 years, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, 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 you know, chit chat and whatever. And all of a sudden, man, out of the blue, he's like, hey man, um, can I get 500 bucks off of you? And I'm like, no. Because we're so rich. Yeah. I don't. Don't you know, we get paid like two or three mil per movie. Yeah. It's like people people think I own my own business, so they think I got money. They they know I have a YouTube channel, so they think I make a ton of money there. They, I'm like you. I, you know how much money I've made off of YouTube. But but you know what? Um, they actually they did they did explain themselves because I was like, <laughs> um, they they screenshotted my net worth according to the internet was seven million dollars. Yeah, according to the internet, <laughs> you can you can look it up. Mel Heflin net worth, and it possibly still says seven million, unless they they you know see all these moves. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I'm not joking. It's, oh, it's like, <laughs> although the best thing for me is is that um my name Paul Lee is mm -hmm. a comic book artist and one of the heads at ABC. Oh, um, so I have gotten. So your supposed net worth is like forty million. You're a little oh, richer yeah. than me. <laughs> we uh um. A few years ago, I got invited to be a guest at a convention because they thought I was the comic book artist, Paulie. And I told him I was like, I'd love to come to your comic, book but I'm not comic book artist. I'm comic book store owner. Um, if you still want me to have the free table, I'm more than welcome to take free. Hey, <laughs> no guys, like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The best one was, um, I had these people get a hold of me and ask me if I want to do a TED talk, and I'm like, what? I was like, do you know who I am? And they're like, you're blah blah blah. I was like, did you even look to, at anything connected to me? Because I am not that guy. I was like, that's, that is the whole thing. But you could cosplay that guy. Yeah, I, I will totally do a TED Talk, but I don't think you want the TED Talk that I'm going to tell you about. <laughs> I get, oh, no, 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 no. You are now worth. What's it say? One million dollars. It's only one million. I'm only worth a million dollars. There's the picture that they have of you, too, on there. <laughs> I don't know. I I, th I don't know where they find these. I, I think if you're under a certain amount, you're just a million dollars, which. It, it, it used I, to say seven million. I assure you. <laughs> hey, I'm so I down in worth. <laughs> that, <laughs> what you're worth to yourself is your. 
my, my self-worth to be like, how much do you worth? Nothing. Holy crap. Are you negative money now? What? <laughs> hey, this is the first time in my life that I don't owe people a lot of money. So I feel pretty good. Oh, I, I, I owe on this. I owe on the house. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> I would say yes. Oh, yeah. Um, That's a hot commodity in this day and age. Yeah. I uh, took my, took forever. Finally, dur- this is the one thing that, that did spawn out of the pandemic that worked great was being a uh, um, store owner. We got that like $10,000 chunk of money for being unemployed nice. during the, and so I took that money and put it as a down payment on the house. So genius. Yes. That's, that's how I ended this. So, and, that is uh, and then I got my, my lair, which you were talking about filming in multiple places. Uh, if I do this show, the camera's here and I face this way. If I do my other show, the camera swings around and I shoot this way. That's my hey, set. Locations. <laughs> yeah, locations. <laughs> and technically if I wanted to be a really big thing, I can clean all this bull crap off. I have a bar. So I can film in the bar. Uh, there was there was one shot that we did for Terrifying T-Rex 2 where um, I liked this elevator better than I liked the inside of the room. So we sort of mushed them together. <laughs> and uh, I can't wait to see it. I, I have not seen it yet. Uh, speaking of can't wait to see things, did you see that Karis Hell 3 is now available on Blu-ray and DVD? I did just see that like two days ago, I think, is when you posted that. Right? I um I got a sneak peek of it and it is an incredible piece of cinema. And that's my story and I'm sticking to it. I love it. I, I, I have carousel carousel uh, one and two. So now I need three. <laughs> I got to voice Detective Duck. And I love Detective Duck. He is so cute. So, I, I know this is going to be a hard one, but do you have a movie that you're probably the proudest of? You know, I I think I do. I think I do, and it's only because, like, this is the one that the average convention goer, they'll see me at a convention, and they'll be like, you, you worked on Mrs. Claus. And I love Christmas. Cool. Yeah, it, it, back when I smoked, I was out outside of a convention having a cigarette, and these these people just asked me for a lighter, and then they they were like, and then they were like, "You were you? Did you?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, that's me." <laughs> the the only time that anything even remotely cool like that happened is we were outside of Horror Hound, and. um my friend was smoking a cigarette and uh, this guy next to me was, Hey man, can I borrow your lighter? And I'm like, dude, I don't have a lighter. I was like, I got one in my van. He goes, Oh man, where's it at? I was like, it's right over here. And we start walking towards my van and then somebody goes, Hey, that's Norman Reedus. So <laughs> he's like trying to bump a cigarette and a lighter off me. And I'm like, I don't smoke, man, but I got wow. some. Van. <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah, it's like, it, it didn't dawn on me because I didn't think about it. Just because you know, conventions tends to be lots of people, and you don't even realize sometimes who you're talking to outside of like their booth space. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It did, that happened kind of, I guess, at the last con. 
I'm sitting there talking to this kid that we're walking out because he just got food and I was, and he's talking about the convention, about the day and all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, man, it's, hey, good, hey, hi, hi, man, take care, have a good day, blah, 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 walk off. So like, you know who that is? And I'm like, uh, some kid? And they're like, no, 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 that's the kid from Cobra Kai. That's the uh, the Blue Beetle kid. I'm like, oh, he's got a beard now, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, you know, because you don't think about it because it's just a dude at a con. <laughs> yeah. Um, so talking about being noticed, have you ever been noticed for your movies outside of like out at grocery shopping or, or, or you know, someplace else? Only like one time, and it was right after um, it, I was on the cover of Retro Lovely, um, and it, it was the Taboo edition. And um, this older gentleman and was kept staring at me, and his his wife like was like, and. I, you know, I was like, um, hello? And then he asked where he knew me from. And we were, like, legit trying to figure out if, like, I took care of his parents when um, I worked as a CNA or, you know, like, what the circumstances were. And then he just blurts out, are you in titty magazines or, or something along those lines? And I'm just like, oh, there you have it. I was I was mortified the looks I was getting from the wife after that, but I think that's the only time. And I was at Costco that, that time, and yeah, yeah, that that was that was real fun. <laughs> Costco, it, it's it's either it's either like the big or, or like Walmart. So, yeah. uh, <clears throat> so we were talking about you know, people from your past and stuff, finding you and, and discovering you. Now, do you have, like, people you grew up with that are now become fans of your of your movies and stuff like that? I think quite the opposite. Um, I, one, one, of my, one of my best friends, um, her dad and uh, stepmom is always keeping up with my stuff that everything that goes on Tubi, they watch. And I want to say that it's a little weird I do all the nude scenes but it's it's really not because they they're very artsy people so that's pretty cool um but all of um all of my friends from back in the day it's almost like they just refuse to see me that way or something I've tried um I've, I've tried to be like oh, let's you know let me show you my my most recent you know masterpiece and um my friend Sam I showed her one one of my very early films. It was a student film uh, by somebody I worked with, and she was like, "Mel, what the hell is this?" And I'm like, "I'm gonna do more, and I'm gonna show it to you." So she's she's skeptical. She's skeptical about my stuff because I'm I'm always proud of everything that I work on, and uh, not everything is the same quality. I love it all. You you gotta be proud of yourself. Even if the movie is is mediocre or even bad, hey, you, I'm proud of all of us. Yeah. We come together, we make this amazing thing, and if we can't be proud of it, then who's gonna be? Oh yeah, 
it's it, it, it's bad is is that I, I did one movie that that technically was finished, but it's never been finished. Finished. It's finished product uh, recording and stuff like that. Um, the the director passed away before it was finished. Finished. But I got to see my scene in that movie. Yeah. And it was funny because he looks at me one day and we, we he used to do his thing at the local theater or his local theater, not mine, but I had to drive 30 minutes away to see it. He'd do a Friday night double feature of cheesy, weird movies. Like he'd do low budget, independent movies and they'd do like one exploitation movie and stuff like that. Yes. And um, oh, I've seen so many movies that I would have never seen. And I'm like, oh, I just... so I started dragging my friends. And so literally we're closing up the shop at eight o'clock or seven o'clock at night. The theater starts at eight. So I'm legitimately getting my buddies like, come on, eat, eat, come on, let's go, let's go, let's get in the car, let's go. We got 30 minutes to get there. We want to get there, we want to get a good seat. So I'm dragging my buddies down there. But we do that on Friday, like two Fridays a month. And uh, one day I was, I was by myself and he's like, he's like, are you in a hurry? Because we'd already just saw two movies. This is like one in the morning. And I'm like, nah, I, you know, not really. I, you know, just go and go home and probably go to bed. And he's like, I got something to show you. Just chill out while I finish doing stuff. I'm like, okay, because go go sit in the theater. So I'm sitting in the theater, and then pretty soon the light flickers on, and uh, it's the scene of my of me in the movie. And first acting I'd ever done, first thing I'd ever been in, you know, that wasn't something me and my friends made back when we were in high school. And it was fun. I'm like looking at them, I'm like I did pretty good i think you know and it was like for like 30 seconds the only thing you see on the screen is my big ass head and, and i am so proud of that moment yeah. and so we'll probably ever see it <laughs> and and everything else i've done has just been extra work or you know behind the scenes stuff or or whatnot but i'm like yeah i don't care i i do it i do it just like have fun it's it'll never be my job i'm i'm a salesman by heart so that's what I do <laughs> I, I totally relate so oh gosh some of my most epic epic footage ever will never be seen um I had this really hot alien sex scene and um <sighs> calling you out Steve what's going on with Zomboner 2 you're gonna to have to send me a send me a, uh, his name and stuff, and I'm gonna interview him and we're gonna talk about this. And like, I love that man. I love that man's family. I love that man. Where is Zomboner two? I I I want to see it. I want to see it. An epic alien sex scene. It's epic, but not. I have multiple sex scenes in this movie. And I look so good. So, so wait, wait a minute. I gotta ask. Yeah. Are you is the alien e epic alien sex scene? Are you the alien <laughs> in the sex scene? Or are you? No. The, 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 I mean, I've never done that. I've never been <laughs> an alien yet. Yeah. See, I, I I I am doing my movie, which you would be an alien, but there's no sex scene. So. <laughs> But I could do a sequel. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm trying to sneak in. 
because <laughs> I'm doing a anthology and somehow I'm trying to sneak in so I can do a sequel. <laughs> so, because if you don't know what else, if you don't, what is it? Um, if you if you're not promoting yourself, no one else will. So I am always promoting. I don't know all about that. But I don't know. Yeah. I had a fan of mine have a legit Mel Heflin movie marathon today. And every every new movie he was watching, he would post about. It was the sweetest thing. I was so honored. Is it sweet or creepy? <laughs> I don't think that's creepy at all. Yeah, okay. They're there to be watched. <laughs> See, that that's one thing I, I, I've asked all my female friends that have done movies and stuff like that and i'm like because you always get the pervy guys they're always like hey, you know, i watch you naked no you've never I got that like, well it depends on what you consider pervy i, I i've heard some creep and there's like guys like trying to use it as like like almost a compliment but it comes off so creepy and it's not Maybe I mean, they're just naturally okay, creepy. So, <laughs> it just comes out creepy no matter how hard they try. There was one guy that told me that he beat off to, like, he would rewind my death clip. I forget which movie it was, but he would rewind it over and over and to it. And, like, yeah, that, that was a bit much. But I've had really sweet things happen. Like, somebody wrote a love letter to my armpits, and that is not a joke. I thought that was really sweet. Like, that made me, like, I who thinks about armpits and apparently mine are attractive so. we had this discussion the other day at the shop everybody's got a thing yeah yeah apparently i have attractive armpits so much so that someone wrote an actual i wish i could find it i wish i could find it i would like hang it up on my fridge i i, I I'm, I'm not gonna lie i have i started getting fan mail because of my shows and which is weird real legitimate letters sent through the mail and i'm just like who still does this you know but i'm like i i'm really happy i have to go tell my wife i'm like i don't, I don't know what to do and she's like well, contact <laughs> and i'm like i'm i'm happy that i could be a part of their life and stuff so she goes write that write all that tell me right i now. want letters i just get lingerie and shoes hey hey if it works, it works. I got a box of toys, so I <laughs> go on. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I I guess if if somebody wanted to send me, <laughs> it wouldn't get worn. But I mean, it would go in a a file somewhere on cool stuff that I've gotten from people. <laughs> It's, it's very exciting for for male days. So, did, did they did they get your size right? Oh, I have an Amazon wish list. Oh, okay. That that's are very good to me. So, I I, I always wonder because I've talked to so many people who have Amazon wish list. Does that really like it, it does well for you guys? I mean, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I have no idea who sends it, though, so I can't thank them properly. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. There, you know, I didn't even think about that. There's there's 
if they pull it off your wish list, there's no, nothing that pops up that somebody bought something off of it? No, um, but it will be hidden, like, every now and then if, if I have a shoot coming up and I need to order some stuff or something, uh, just for, you know, fresh looks, um, I'll go to my wish list and things that have already been bought will be hidden. Exactly. Things that are on their way. Yeah, because I know it's dumb, but we did that for Christmas for my youngest because we're, he, he loves Sonic and uh, Mario. So we, we put all this Sonic and Mario stuff on there and it would just disappear. I'm yeah. Like, does, does it go away? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and and uh, so I have to ask, your, your husband has to be a very understanding guy. I mean. Oh, he's, he's the coolest. Yeah, that, that's, when you get somebody, you know, that you can relate with and gets, gets you and gets what you do on a level, uh, that's amazing. I mean, a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I, I give crap to my wife, but she's, but she's dealt with me for in October, 30 years. And she deals with this crap. <laughs> like she's legitimately all the way upstairs with the dogs so I can record these shows. I mean, even just the last few weeks have been amazing because he's he's he films my scenes for Terrifying T-Rex, too. And he's like, hold on, let me get a higher angle so that we don't get underneath your chin or any of that. And it's just. <laughs> I'm very lucky in all the ways. There you go. There you go. So 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 all you guys out there. No. <laughs> <laughs> There, there is a guy out there who will, will beat your ass if you try. <laughs> Photographers all the time are like, you know, your husband won't come after me, will he? And it's like, why? What are you going to do to me? Because <laughs> as long as you do your job and you do your job yeah, correctly, you're just taking you pictures. <laughs> and you should remember that, that if you do screw up, he will come here. He will <laughs> So th th does he ever get to go on set with you and stuff? And and he has a few times. Um, there was one movie, a werewolf movie that I was working on, and he got to assist essentially with some special effects and stuff. And he's gotten to be an extra quite a few times. Um, he he was in a vampire fight scene. He was in, and this is weird. Um, it wasn't. I say not that long ago. It was probably 10 years. Um, so I was, where was I? I was like at a convention or something that I was like you know, brought into. Um, and they were filming this scene outside and they were like, hey, come on, you know, just whoever would go out back and film it. And of course they had no idea who I am and, you know, but it's, it's whatever. But I was like, hey, but seriously, you know, credit me and let me know when this comes out. I have no idea where it is. Um, it was like a pretty well put together superhero movie. Like the costumes were totally rad. And um, I, I forget the full plot synopsis, but it was like some super villain had did something and all these people like wanted to fight each other. And me and my husband got to be in those scenes, but I I, I can't even tell you what the name of the movie is because they didn't credit me. I don't know. So you you do a lot in horror. 
Is yeah. there another genre that you would like to work in? I really like science fiction. Primarily horror. Creature features are my jam. I love some creature features. I love slashers. I like cheesy. Um, uh, I aspire to one day maybe like do my own thing. And I really want the blood to be bright pink and glittery. Like the over the top cheesy. <laughs> Like like uh, Lost Boys with the with the over the top glittery blood and stuff like that. Yeah, like you know, genre like Zombievers, those sort of things. Like it, like what is happening? This is amazing. Um, I I have a a couple of things written, things that need to be changed around a little bit. Um, my late friend David Fought and I were working on a comic book together called the. Curse of the Aquatic Lycanthropic Cheerleaders. I know that's a mouthful, but um, yeah, like I need to turn it into a movie because he passed away before uh, he finished the first comic. Yeah. It's, working in comics is hard. I've got a few of them that are done that have never seen the light of day. So, <sighs> And then all the scripts I have written and, and everything else. And I was hoping to shoot my i wanted to do a web series for like youtube go on and it was going to be a uh, cross between john wick and the crow with um some uh, um japanese mythology thrown in okay uh it was called the oni and what it is is that you would don the person would don a mask an oni mask and they would go get revenge. Mm. And it's the whole thing where when you go for revenge, always dig two graves, one for the person, one for yourself, because you're going to. Yeah. So that's the whole point is, is that you will go get revenge, but it will kill you eventually. Yeah. And I, I, I did that. I, I scripted some of that stuff and um, I was going to do it. And I was like, man, I was like, I want to, I think this would work as a series, you know, maybe do like, four episodes then a new person then four episodes and a new person and i was like that's that'd probably work because you wouldn't have to have constantly the same people you wouldn't have to tie up everybody's weekends for several weeks in a row you'd get four weeks or whatever knock that out and then the next group of people would come in you'd work on that um and then i got a movie handed to me and now i'm working on that and i'm going crazy because this is not something for me this is for somebody else and <laughs> And, there's, uh, there's a lot of scheduling and stuff involved. It's maddening. Yeah, and, and I, I'm kind of panicking because I have um, a lead, another lead that's spaced on me a little bit, so I don't know what's happening there. Um, we have to move times around. I canceled a convention appearance for myself so I can work on it in September. Uh, plus, I have my convention coming up, so I'm like, oh, my God. oh I need to slow down. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. It's, it's tough. I like to schedule things like, well, as of right now, since, you know, I'm still working my way back, I'm trying to do no more than two things a month, especially like not knowing what child care is going to look like and mm -hmm. like figuring that out in the next couple of months. So um, if anything like gets delayed by two or three weeks, it's going to bump into other things. And then it's going to be this weird snowball effect of me having to make cancellations and me coming back like this. 
I'm not planning on canceling anything because I'm I'm like craving for it to be like back physically on set, like talking to people face to face, not doing. And people were so kind to me, letting me do self-filmed like um, video call roles. And, you know, the uh, my favorite that I did during that time was probably Graveyard Stories 3, where I play the horror host. And that's not out yet, but it's going to be epic because I, you know, that was that was me with the gels and ordering the backdrop and, you know, every little bit. With mine is, is that I'm hoping that even if it falls through that I can't get you up here, I can't get you on set, I got another role that we can put you in, that you can film on your own. Okay. Put you in the movie, yeah. So I can so, make that work. Yeah, so you, you you probably won't you won't be the the um the 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 nerdy magic girl at the beginning, <laughs> but I think you could either be a. I have my glasses right here. There you go. But boom. <laughs> See, you you got that, and it's you 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 got appeal. You have you have a very approachable appeal you know what i mean well, that, thank that, you that, yeah not everybody tells me that <laughs> one of my really good friends who i'm actually getting to shoot with on friday um we were at the same convention and i was like and he was like <laughs> because apparently i'm intimidating <laughs> there i am and he's like <laughs> but what? but yeah not so much anymore. <laughs> you're so nice and friendly that if you if you you're too not I want to say not too nice and friendly, but you're so friendly. I come on strong. That people are like, oh, I can't level with that. Uh, I, <laughs> as I tell everybody, I was like, if, if if it depends on where you find me, on how pleasant I am, because <laughs> because I I am uh, uh, at the gym, I am hyper focused, and I don't like to talk to people. And I like to go in there, work out, and I leap. Unless I'm with my my best friend who goes with me because I, I'm his push. You know, I'm the one that makes him work out. And me and him will talk. But if I'm there by myself, I don't talk. And everybody's like, you're kind of rude at the gym. I was like, dude, I'm there to work out and get out and go home. I was like, if you catch me 20 minutes later at my, my, my shop, I will tell you everything. <laughs> I'll talk to you like nothing flat. But it, like I said, gym's one place. Cons are another place. My shop's another place. Um... The only place I don't is my house. I'm weird. I don't. I. I. My. My, my best friends. Um. I could probably count on one hand in almost three years how many times my friends have been in my house because I'm weird about my my privacy and when it comes to like my stuff. Even though I'm on the internet showing people everything I have, it's, it's like if they're in the same room, it's weird. I. Uh, but um, you know, with with you putting out all these movies, you're 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 directing now, you're writing now. Is is there anything that you haven't done yet that you would like to do in, in film? Hmm. So I um I downloaded Blender and uh I've been doing the YouTube tutorial classes 
And I really want to learn how to create and animate CGI things because I have ideas. And um, I'm probably going to have to wait until I have like my own desk. I'm actually at, at my in-laws right now. Um, no. <laughs> I started out with like two, like sitting down and like focusing for two and a half hours. And in that time, I only learned how to adjust the lighting and move the cube. So I want to make ridiculous, epic things in CGI. I, I tried stop motion. <laughs> That's I, probably even longer of a process. Oh my god! I'm sitting there and I, I was tweaking and taking a picture, tweaking and taking a picture, taking and taking a picture, and I did this over I, I don't know like two weeks, and I'm like, all right, let's see how much I got done. It's like, that's it. Why do people do this? Why would you? Oh, I, th I think I had like a minute in two weeks. I think I did not even a minute. And I'm like, so working on a computer would, would I'm not bad at computers. My wife oh. walks me through everything. I, I really aspire to work on more video games too. So hopefully, hopefully if I can figure all that stuff out, I'll be able to like join a team of people and like get to voice alongside with like making cat spiders. Yes. The spiders? Spider cats. Spider cats. <laughs> spider spider cats. Spider cats. Uh... I have mock-ups. They're insane. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's it's finding all these people like you and stuff. You, we're all super like creative and there's so much stuff going inside your head. And all the time. I, I tell my wife, I was like, there's there's a universe going on in here all the time, all every moment of every day. And uh she goes, What's the one thing you wish you could do? I was like, we should be quiet. <laughs> That's a thought. <laughs> it, 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 and um, the other thing she asked was, I'm gonna ask you since you now voice it, when you read a book, do you see it as a movie or do you read it in your head and you hear the voices in the voices that you've created in your head oh no i think i think i see it as a movie but you know what speaking of inner monologues um something that's that's pretty rare not you know not everybody has an inner monologue but do mm -hmm. you know what's rarer than not having an inner monologue having an inner monologue that is not your own voice Patrick Stewart talks inside here. Mine was Sean Connery. All day. Like, like the inner monologue. Mine's Patrick Stewart. Up until relatively recently, mine was Sean Connery. It was <laughs> it was the the hard Irish act, you know, I'm gonna have to go over here. You know, you're like, you're not like what is that in my head? And and now it's kind of become Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> and, and if I don't watch myself when I'm talking and I get really kind of excited I drop MF constantly without thinking oh no my wife's like shh, 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 calm. 
stop cussing so much. And I'm like, I was? And she's like, yeah, a lot. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I do. I, I, and I don't, I don't realize I say it because I'm, I'm talking. I keep going. And it's like, blah, 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 blah. And next thing you know, the, the, the MFs and, and, and GDs as they yell at me for doing I'm like, all right, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, the um, okay, so so with with what you got going on now, uh, how many how many current movies do you have lined up by the end of the year? Oh goodness, by the end of the year, um, so there's a secret project I'm potentially working on in November. Um, and then there's there's another project in November. I'm trying not to, to book too much. It's called Death Lurker, and I get to go to New York. That's not the secret one. That's the other one. Um, yeah, yeah. Super looking forward to that. Um, uh, Matt Peters. Uh, I'm losing the name of his film company right now. I, I took some notes. Not enough, apparently. Um, Matt Peters. Uh, he just filmed Graveyard Shark, and I don't know if you've seen the stills for that, but they're just... <sighs> like wow um i i got i got an opportunity to go work on it and i'm kicking myself in the butt every day but it was like a seven and a half hour drive each way and that was the week that i was i was driving four hours here four hours back six hours here six hours back like every single day and i just i couldn't i couldn't spread myself as thin as i really wanted to because just wow but I get to work with him on Death Lurker. It's going to be a great time. And then I really don't have anything for December, but I'm sure I'll find myself getting into something. Um, and then I'm, I'm already booking into next year. I'm so lucky. Um, I'm working on Cheerleader Elimination in January, and that's with Julie. Julie, why am I forgetting her last name? Because I'm an awful person. You know Julie. Uh, I know lots of jokes, unfortunately. It's her directorial debut. I'm so excited for it. Um, we just worked together on Camp Blood 666 Part 2, where I got to work from home and, and communicate with her on all of that. So, um, yeah. Have you have you ever taken a movie just so you can like go? Well, I've always wanted to go here and <laughs> film there, so I'm just gonna go ahead and. Oh no, but I'll totally take it based on the title. <laughs> Which what, what was that? Camp Blood Six Six Six. Out there it is. Part two. The part Camp two. Blood Six 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 Part Two. Julie. Julianne Prescott. Yes. Amazing. Uh, let's see. I get to work with so many cool people on that. I mean, obviously with Julie, um, Heather Harlow. Um, I get to see my dear friend Monique Dupree on that one. And I get to meet Jessica Flux. Oh my gosh, there's there's so many cool people that are going to be coming out on that. I'm I'm I've talked to Jess about being in my movie. She's a silver in Indiana, so it's only like, I think it's like an hour and a half drive over here. Nice. So that works out pretty well. Um, it, it, it's bad because like the ones who really want to work with, like work, 
because you know technically he's working with Don Farmer, even though it's just he's the producer. Um, th they're talking about like where are you at? And they're like Georgia, or so I'm working with uh, uh, Anna Zayton. She's she's going to film a scene because she's going to be a ship captain, so you never see her with the other group. So oh, like, that's I needed to look like a like a, a ship, and I was like, the other thing I need to do because she has really cool green hair. And she did her makeup and then she did black lights. So it was all glowing. I was like, can you do that? <laughs> oh, random thought. Um, I, speaking of like ship captain, I got to do an alien sex scene for Joe Sherlock. Um, I don't believe that one's out yet. Darn it. Speaking of voice acting, sorry, my my head is. Oh, you're good. You're good. So, are you you are you a fan of the Camp Blood movies? I, uh, you know what, I've never seen the first one, unfortunately. Oh man, I, I, is I, it, it, I will try to find one tonight because I've got a couple other movies I got to watch too. Because what Camp Blood Seven? It kills. Okay, Camp Blood Seven. Start with that one. Okay. Start with that one. I had so much fun working with Mark Filoni on that. Um, and just, you know, I got to meet Jamie. Oh my gosh, she's incredibly sweet. And uh, oh gosh, you know, like the whole crew, I just love working with them, especially like Jeff Birkendall. All these people are amazing, amazing, amazing to work with. They put up with my butt. <laughs> you can um, hard work I, with them. I know, I'm such a diva. It's that $7 million, you know. It's ego. a $7 million you're worth, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what else do I have going? I just filmed on my uh, my second movie I did since I was back. I can't mention the first one because, you know, like NDA and stuff, you know, I'm like, I have an amazing topless picture with the monster and that I can't post yet or anything, you know. <laughs> um, but I got to work with Matt Burns on Head on a Writer's Block, and that should be coming out soon-ish. And uh, I just had an audiobook drop, like, an hour or two ago it should be um coven cove book five house of the rising sun um doing that whole series love it and uh i'm super duper looking forward to i'm going to be shooting with my dear friend don cross if you've seen any of my pinup stuff it's probably been his photos so that's really exciting before i forget again here um I always ask everybody this. Uh, do you know where, like, have, what movies you have on Tubi or Plex or anything like that? Or which ones you have streaming? So um, I have an entire list. If you go to my Facebook fan page, not my normal profile, my fan page, there is an album titled Movies. And I try to keep the list current. I try to check it about once a year and, you know, just Googling what, what is still out, what has come down, um, and where to get it or watch it. Um, it it's about that time for the yearly update. Um, but it's that's the most comprehensive list because things, you know, are available and then they're no longer available or they change platforms or whatever. Um, but I also know if you go to Tubi and you type in Mel Heflin, uh, quite a few pop up. But not all of them have me tagged like that either. Yeah, but it's because <clears throat> I, I it's Tubi has become like 
the mecca for indie films now. And I can finally watch it now. I couldn't watch it in Japan. And people are like, no, why haven't you seen this movie that we worked on together? And it's like, I'm in yeah. Japan. Japan blocks all the good stuff, I guess. It even has Crunchyroll blocked. And Funimation, yeah. yeah. That makes we sense. We had all that stuff blocked. Because that's uh, um, uh, Funimation is different than um, in Japan. It's the same reason that we can't get certain video games in America because the copyright holder in Japan is different than the copyright holder in America. I am going to miss getting the, the Japanese side of stuff. And, you know, the releases is like a day earlier or whatever. But I'm really glad to be able to have Tubi. <laughs> I, uh, I got lucky in high school and a girl I used to hang out with, she was from, she was from Japan. She's Japanese. And... Um, Every summer she'd go back home, well, to like visit family, and she would record all the anime she could on the VHS tapes and then bring them back to me. So I was watching anime well before it came out here in America and trying to explain to people and they're like, because I've watched I watched Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z when I was still in high school. And yeah. that was in the 90s. And they're like, that didn't come out until I was like, no, this is from Japan. This is yeah. not <laughs> And they're like, well, how'd you get that? I was like, I, I think I still have some of the VHS tapes, but yeah. <laughs> but um, that's got to be crazy not to be able to switch your own stuff because you're in the wrong country. Not wrong country. It, it was very isolating. And so I remember, like, the, the thing that really, like, struck with me was... I, I fought really hard to get a job because, you know, military and overseas and waiting for paperwork to go back and forth and the time difference and everything. And then I finally get my kid in daycare and they want not one, not two, but three different emergency contacts. And we haven't been allowed outside of our house whatsoever. And, and they want the emergency contacts to be within that country. And I haven't spoken to anyone in months and and they're like just knock on your neighbor's door and get them to fill that out and it's like you want to do what <laughs> um it was very isolating and uh i'm happy to work <laughs> i'm so happy to work again a, a friend of mine spent a bunch of time in japan he goes yeah he goes uh i got a job working as a british fake british cop at a restaurant and he goes, why did you get a fake? He goes, because we're, we're, we're white and to them it doesn't matter. <laughs> they just like, ah, he's close enough. British American, the same thing. So, <laughs> Yeah. Do you want to know what I did in Japan? What did you do in Japan? <laughs> no joke. I was a an actual librarian. <laughs> like cataloging and like working, working with books. Did, did you do the glasses in the bun? Oh, of course. <laughs> um, it's It's been a lot to change my wardrobe because, uh, you know, like Japan values modesty. And if I wanted to stop by the grocery store or the gas station for a sandwich or something, you know, on my way to work, it was very inappropriate to even wear dresses at the knee, like just, just by the way you get looked at. Um, so 
So it's it's been a lot to change my wardrobe back to wearing cutouts and mini skirts and showing my shoulders and collarbones again uh, to showing a lot more. <laughs> it's been very nice. It's, the, the, the societal changes are, are crazy. The, um, like I said, I, I, I used to hang out with... I got I got roped in because I, I was the kid that liked anime in high school and Godzilla movies and stuff like that. So I ended up befriending a lot of the Japanese kids because we were really close to where uh, Honda was. So yeah. a lot of the people would bring their kids in and stuff like that. And so I, I became friends with a lot of them. And it was funny because they don't look they look at me and they see because outside of the, the facial hair and stuff, I pretty much look mostly what I looked like back in when I was a kid. And um we had to get up and do a, uh, um, we got a presentation on, on like, you know, grades and stuff and where we, you know, so we're getting up and all of a sudden he's, my one buddy sat next to me, he looks at me, he goes, you, you, you're here for award? And I'm like, yeah, I, I got an award for, uh, um, I, I, I can't remember. I got, I got like a vocational aptitude thing where I was excelling at that and then I, I got a couple other honor roll and stuff like that and he's just like you? and I'm like yeah yeah I'm smart go figure and he's just like and he goes, I, I don't want to be bad but he goes but you, you don't look and I was like no I, I don't look smart <laughs> yes that's what you're saying um he goes no 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 he goes you you because if they saw something look like me in Japan I would be a bad kid. I'd be, the, you know, the, the ones that wasn't. And then they come over here and I'm, you know, honor roll and, and uh, getting awards for all this stuff like that. And they see me still and they're like, what? That's not what we see. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's how we work over here. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and you know, college, uniforms over here. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, um, and I don't want to keep you too long. Um, do where can we find Mel on the internet? So this is going to be really difficult. It's the same on every platform. It's just Mel Heflin, M E L H E F L I N. And that is your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram, TikTok, any of those. Oh. Like Twitter, okay. Instagram. That's that's like the the big four. Um, yeah, yeah. That's uh, I had a website at one point. That's a lot to update. <laughs> um, can people buy Mel merchandise, movies, uh, signed pictures? So I'm hoping to get that up and going again. Um, I just I just need my desk. I need a desk again. Um, it it was inappropriate for me to use the U.S. postal system over in Japan to ship anything business-related. So that's why I wasn't shipping anything over the last few years, but I can get that started again um, probably as early as possibly next month. Okay, okay. Now, do you have physical copies of your movies for sale or anything like that? I usually do. Usually that's that's like, that's my shtick is... Um, you know, like I, I sell copies of movies at conventions, you know, like I, I take wonderful photos. I love my pictures, but I know people are there. They they want the physical media, the the movies. But I also um, 
I'm probably going to need to have new molds taken, but I, I sell melanilla nips. I have um, actual food grade silicone molds of my nipples and I did a candy making class. Um, yeah. You see where I'm going, yep. where I actually have like packaged um, like, so that way you can just munch on my nipples while you're watching my movies. And I sell those at conventions. And even if I make 200 boxes, they always sell out. <laughs> so come early. There you go. Um, and I want to say thank you because you are one of the first girl that, you know, uh, actors, actresses that I've talked to that has that will sell physical copies signed because everybody else is like, well, we don't, we don't have any. I'm like, what? You don't have any. They, you know, like, well, I'm a physical media person. I, I want to go and buy my friends' movies, and I want them to sign it. Yep. I want them to sign the DVD. I want them to sign the cover and write something ridiculous or draw a picture. And I'll totally do the same. Yeah, I, I've, I've got DVDs and Blu-rays over there that of my friends' movies, and they're like, "Do you want yeah. to sign this?" I'm like, "Yeah, really? Yeah, no, of course." It. Yes. So and you got to have like the different paint pens and markers to color coordinate your signature. <laughs> yeah, because every every time I'm at every time I talk to them, they're like, "Maybe I got a marker." I'm like, "You have a sharpie?" I, I say that as as I used to always wear a work shirt with a with a sharpie and an ink pen in my pocket. So I'm like, "There you See, go." That's just why I have boobs. Just put it. <laughs> As 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 a, a a husband of a wife that's well endowed, uh, yes. She <laughs> <laughs> uh, put a pen there. Uh, but we do money under or um, although I did post at my shop every summer we have to say no boob or sock money uh, because well you're not going to get my money then you're like <laughs> there you go and you're just like. I I'm not gonna lie. It depends I hate on the hearing attractiveness of the person giving it to you. <laughs> oh. so if you're like some, you know, one of my kids' mom walking in, you're just like, oh. hey, a boob's a boob, even if it's a man boob. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Anyways, well, it was. Uh, I had I had to ask this because uh, um, my wife worked. And in a in a restaurant for a while, and she always the gay guys became fascinated by her boobs every time. So, and I've noticed this with filmmaking and stuff like that. I, I've met some gay directors and stuff like that, and they love having lots of boobs in their movies. I'm like, so let me ask, why? And I'm like, is it because like everything we you don't have your you know it's like they're they're there. It's, well, what it's, is it? It, it, um, it's aesthetically it's it's pleasing because it the shape Is makes that the, why I have to soap up my boobs in like every movie <laughs> I'm sure there, there's a movie I have coming up that has three shower scenes it's gonna be glorious it's three shower scenes ten minutes in long in the same movie <laughs> I'm so excited that's that is, is that a record? I, I gotta find out three shower so scenes far. so far. So far. The next movie is. Then we're just gonna have shower scene the movie. <laughs> yes. 
The whole entire movie takes place in a shower. Yeah, it's butter cats crawling all around the tub. And it's me screaming in, intermittently soaping my boobs. <laughs> well, see, I, th- I wanted to make a movie years ago that took place in, a, in like a big, like a, like a health spa shower. So it's little big communal showers. Yeah. And the building's on fire. So there, these people are trapped in there with the water running. And so it'll stay and try not. And uh, so the whole entire movie would take place in a running shower. It's like Saw, like the single. Yeah, single one room, everybody in a shower while the building burns around them. Cost effective, actually. Yeah. You could film that maybe in one day. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for with my movie. If everybody knows their lines. Yeah, cost effective because I'm filming at my store. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it's. That, that's gotta be crazy though because I, I you know it wasn't until i started realizing how like you know oh gotta find this you gotta move your people here you gotta move your people there i'm like how cost effective a one scene or one room you know one house whatever and i'm like that's why so many people film in a house in these horror movies that i've seen and they're like yeah it's, it's... limited locations mm-hmm. yeah then, more locations so more problems I got, I got told early on because I wanted to do a uh, movie that took place in the late 70s. And a friend of mine looked at me and goes, no. He goes, you know Because then you're going to have to tell your female lead who does Unity that she's going to have to grow a bush. Well, the, the one girl was like, I, I was like, I was like, I need nudity. She's like, I'm fine with that. I'm like, it's 70s nudity. <laughs> Been there. He's like, what does that mean? I'm like, 70s you know like you know you're so we're gonna cut your hair day of <laughs> and then <laughs> move from here to here what nothing <laughs> gonna make a merkin <laughs> but it wouldn't be the first time no i mean literally um what xena wore uh what's her name lucy lawless all through uh filming of uh spartacus she wore a merkin and that things. I, things I did not know existed until the internet. You know, had its one coming. thing I won't do again, though, is I won't dye my pubes. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't recommend. I don't recommend. Why? Why would that even be a? I mean, aesthetic. That... It's got to fit the film. Okay. Aesthetic. I mean. You know, I, I don't want to be a jerk, but there's not a lot of girls that the, uh, you know, lack of better term, carpet backs, there's a dreams. And I I will not have my hair dyed black for a film again. Nothing wrong with the color black. Nothing wrong. But to get it back to anything else. Yeah, no. no. Ask any hairstylist how easy it is to, you know. Well, and, and and if you're going, if you're as many movies as you're making, you'd go like, okay, I need to dye hair black. Okay, well, in two weeks, I'm going to be over here, and it'll be a redhead. And oh. that's a true thing that happened. And you know, like I'm, I'm really proud of the project. I'm, but um, it was because uh, they didn't want two redheads in a certain scene. And like, I get it, I get it. But let me wear a wig next time. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm I'm a uh, uh, a nerdy guy, 
and I'm also married to a redhead. So two redheads in a movie in the same scene would just be like, <laughs> right. I mean, you know, lack of we always joked around that I grew up in my my early crushes were Scarlet from GI Joe, redhead. Mary Jane from Spider-Man, redhead. Jean Grey from X-Men, redhead. Uh, I see why you wanted the interview. And and, and my my uh, uh, beautiful redhead wife upstairs who legitimately deals with my bullshit is, is typically great. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, well, you know, everybody's fascinated by red hair. I've noticed with my wife and is because people will not leave her hair alone. So you always see these people come up and go, oh my God, let me see it. She works, she works, um, she is a medical assistant and office, med office medical office management. And now she's in a assisted living facility. And so the old people think that they can come up and play with her hair constantly. She's like, Everybody's like, oh, I like your hair. And then she cut her hair off. She she had hair like that long and it's now this long. And um, all the old people were like, why? Why do you get that? You know <laughs> And I'm like, exactly. Why? <laughs> I, I wonder. Yes. So um I, I am going to let you go because I don't want to tie up any more of your time. We've been talking for over an hour and a half now. I can talk forever. Look out. See, see, we'll have to do a part two so I can bring... This is a, another excuse to bring you back. That's, that's, that's my goal. So, so and, I, and I, in like two weeks, I'm going to have like a whole different, you know... Yeah, you're going to have a whole other... <laughs> keeps coming out and I'm so grateful for it. There's so there much you you know, Grim Reaper 3, available uh, now on YouTube, I believe. On YouTube? I have all these notes. All this stuff keeps coming out. It's amazing. <laughs> so, I, when's your next movie coming out? When's, when's the next, next, like, like if it's in two weeks, like the other one was just out? You know, people have been surprising me recently. You know, like, if I look away from my computer for, like, more than an hour... Um, something else pops up that's like this available now, and it's like, what's happening? <laughs> it's, it's been really fantastical. Uh, yeah, yeah, I I can't tell you because it it could be tomorrow. Um, nobody's been giving me really much of heads up recently, and it's it's just been you know like my birthday every day, <laughs> having these movies come out. That would have to be cool. See, it's great. I I I. I I was a video store manager, so it was always movies every Tuesday. So it was only yeah. on Tuesday. Now there's like, oh, this movie dropped today. This movie dropped today. This movie, and it's like, it's Wednesday. It's Friday. It's Saturday. It's a Sunday. When who drops a movie on a Sunday? Of Grimmy for three, it literally premiered on my birthday. Oh. It was so exciting. I, I I wasn't there, but you know, it was exciting, and I wanted to be there. I mean, I can't split myself in so many yeah. yet. Yet. But you figure that out, cloning, and you're like, yeah, I I but uh, I, I will let you go. Um, it's been a blast. I love having you on the show. I can't wait to have you back. Um, and like I said, more we can talk about more movies because yes. I, 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 I legitimately have like, like just questions about movies. Like, like, <laughs> write them all down for next time. We're gonna have a documented, like, all right, so. 
Mel Heflin documentary. That's right. <laughs> so it'd be like you were a cheerleader in Natasha's nightly not uh, it's, uh, Natasha's nineties boudoir of blood. You were a cheerleader. One eight hundred. We are legal. <laughs> it was an old nineties commercial. Nineties, yeah. Remember those? Remember yeah. those? those? Those top lines? Yeah. yeah. I was like trying to explain to guys that come in my shop because they're almost all in their early 20s and I have to explain to them that what 900 numbers were. <laughs> they're like, why? Didn't you just get online? Oh, the internet didn't exist yet, kids. <laughs> it's like, so you had to talk to a girl. Uh, yeah, a real girl. You know, not like you went and talked to the girl that you worked with or, you know, stuff. But I've been like, because you always got the, I was going to say, you probably got the creepy guys and like, so you were a cheerleader in that. Do you still have the costume? And is it for sale? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, that's totally why we list my wardrobe sometimes on the Indiegogos because like, you know, what am I going to do with it? Yeah, that's true. You can be out there, take it if to somebody your can enjoy it. Yeah. I have, I have a framed dress from the tv show lucifer nice because uh it's scream lauren it's not one by the main cast it's by one of the the extras in the zombie wedding episode i have that framed up and it's at my shop and that's my, awesome the, my buddy looked at me because he goes uh he goes, he's like i was like i'm so happy to get it and he's like ah you gonna wear it and i was like ah i made my ass look big and he went what and i'm like i don't have I... ass I just signed my wardrobe for Killer Kong uh, when I went and worked on that. And that, I, I don't know where that's going to pop up available, but, you know, as always, I post about it. There you go. Let people know. And uh, yeah. um, this this will drop Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Um, I was terrified we were live. Oh, wait, people are going to see that. <laughs> um send me any links or anything or anybody you want we'll post them at the end we'll put the credits and stuff up so people can find you and whatnot and also if, you know anything else you'd want to put on there just let me know we'll put it up there so have a and, um, like i said i it's been a blast I, I can't wait to have you back um and uh, i will just ask more dumb questions and yeah, converse yeah. about other stuff so. yeah let's do it so all right well you take care and uh have a good night and uh i gotta go let my dogs out so <laughs> i have to go cause terror and stuff go cause terror it's a nightly thing so yeah <laughs> so if you're if you're like me and and uh i i have no clue how old your your, your child is but uh i gotta go uh bother mine because he, he's probably upset of being a turd to his mom <laughs> oh, no. good luck with that yeah so take care good night Good night.